It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. This episode is brought to you by Hyperice, the leader in advanced warm-up and recovery technology. They have tons of innovative products, like Venom-heated wearables to help soothe sore back muscles, Normatec compression boots to speed up recovery and increase circulation, and Hypervolt massage guns to improve mobility. Loved by athletes like Naomi Osaka and Erling Holland. Try them yourself. Get 10% off your order with the code MOVE at hyperrice.com. Survivor 46 is here and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast. And we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Valladares, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. IFL TV, proudly sponsored by Everlast. I'm here with a two-time super lightweight world champion, Regis Progre. How does that sound, Regis? Sound amazing, bro. It's been three long years, and um, I finally back, baby. I finally got it back. I've been telling people, you know, um, I sacrificed so much, um, and I believed in myself, bro. And you know, it all worked out. So I'm, I'm, I'm glad it happened. I mean, we've done, what, probably 10, 12 interviews together, and I, I think the last maybe seven or eight, um, you spoke about how important and how necessary it was for you to be get, become a two-time world champion at 140 before you even thought about moving up to 147 or any other fight. You always wanted to become a two-time world champion. It's done now, okay, against Jose Cepeda. Just tell me your emotions after that fight before we talk about the fight. Um, well, first off, bro, even li- listen, just going into the fight, I just felt like I felt like it was a lot against me, right? So of course, when you feel like a lot going a, a lot going against you, naturally you have a lot of emotions after the fight, you know. And so after the fight, I was just like I was just like screaming in the ring and I ran over to a side. I was really I wanted to go over to the side by my people. Where my people, I know my where my people were sitting at, but I couldn't because Zapata was in the corner. You know, he was knocked out, so he was in the corner. So all the people was over there, and they was helping him up and stuff like that. So I couldn't go over there. So I went on the other side of the ring, and I was just, I was kind of just talking, talking trash to you know all all his fans in the audience and stuff like that. But you know, I was, um, yeah, bro. I just felt like the whole, I felt like it was a lot going against me. Like the whole promotion, all that, I felt like they really, they really wasn't promoting me. Um, They had a banner. His name was real big on the banner. Mine was real small. And across all like the social media platforms lead up to the fight, it was just, they was all promoting him, you know? And I was just like, all right, I saw what was going on and I was prepared for everything, bro. I was prepared for everything and nothing was going to take me away from, you know, being a two-time champion that night. Talked about the fight itself. Like I said, it seems like from the third, fourth round, you start to stamp your authority. You start to come forward a wee bit more. You were the one on the front foot. You were landed the heavy shots. Um, you were more aggressive, so to speak. So was that the game plan going in there? To obviously, we know how tough Mexicans are, especially Jose Zapita. So was that the right. game plan going in there? Is don't let him get a rhythm. Don't let him be in charge, and you just take on the front foot and just bully him the whole fight. 
Well, the game plan going in, bro, it was just like we kind I know I had to keep adjusting. And that's kind of what he did too. So the first thing um I came out and you know, I just I was, you know, just didn't want to get hit too much. I know he he has a strong left hand, so you know, just didn't want to get hit. And, and listen, the dude, he he has power. You know, he hit me a few times, he definitely hits hard. And um, so that was the game plan at first, just to you know, not get hit and feel, you know, feel him out and stuff like that, pop the jab out, you know, you know, time him and um just kind of, you know, just kind of like, just kind of see what he had. And then after that, I start getting in my rhythm and then I start walking him down. But then he caught on to that and then I had to adjust again. And so then after that, I started, you know, I started um trying to box him again after that. So it was just like, really just, I kept adjusting to, you know, we just kept adjusting to each other. And, you know, finally what we was, I, it finally, like, I felt like we was both looking for that left hand. You know, I hit him a few times with the left hand, but it wasn't, it wasn't the shot I wanted to hit him with. And then, you know, when that 11 round came, that's when I hit him with the, the it was like the quick one, two. And, um, you know, it hurt him, it buzzed him. And then after that, you know, I just jumped on him. And I, you know, I saw the opportunity. I saw he was hurt and I got him out the way. But even earlier, I remember hitting him. I hit him with a hard body shot, a real hard body shot, left hand body shot, bro. And, you know, he was, he was hurt. He was really hurt from it. But, you know, I, I got on him after that, but he started grabbing me a lot. He started holding me. He started grabbing me and I still was trying to get him out. And then um the bell rung and then, you know, it was over. So I couldn't, I, I couldn't stop. It was, I think it was the eighth round. I'll have to look at the fight again, but I think it was the eighth round. I heard him with a, I mean, it was a real hard, it was a real hard body shot, left hand body shot. And it got in there and, you know, he was like, ugh. And, mm. But he he grabbed on, he grabbed on real tight. And then, you know, um, the round ended. So, you know, that was it for that. Regis, you landed some heavy shots throughout the fight. Um, and the, when they got to that 10th round, me sitting there watching it, I was like, man, man, this might go the distance. Cepeda is tough. You're landing your left, your left, your backhand, but it's not quite connected in a way that, ah, it's got that thud behind it. Was, right, there right, right. The, was there a point in the fight where you thought, man, it's going to go to the judges, man, I might have to settle for this, I might have to just relax a little bit and just let this go over the distance and don't get caught, don't do anything silly? No, I, I never thought that. You know, listen, my fighting style, bro, I'm going to go for it. Mm. Every every second of every round, bro, I'm going for I'm going for the stoppage, you know. I mean, of course, you know, I'm not chasing the stoppage, but I'm, I'm not looking to go to distance either at the same time, if that makes sense. So, yeah, bro, I never thought that. So, all right, going into going into that 11 round, I remember going to the corner and you know I was like, you know, I I, I thought I was like, am, like how, how am I doing? I asked my coach how I'm doing. You know, you think I'm up? And they was like, yeah, of course, but we in LA, you don't, we don't know, we don't know how the scoring gonna be. You know, that was his hometown, and you know the promoter was his boy and stuff like that. And I'm not saying I'm not I'm not gonna say there's no cheating going on, but you know, still in the back of your head, you think about those type of things, right? So. I was like, um, and my, my coach was like, all right, listen, go close the show. And he, it was like, listen, go go out there, do what you got to do, go close the show. And that's what I did, bro. I went 11 round. Um, I picked up the pace a little bit more. And like I said, I found that quick left hand. It wasn't a hard, it wasn't hard either. It was just quick. And I was looking for that. For me, I was, um, that's something I was kind of looking for. I was looking for the, the fast one too. I wasn't looking for the hard shots too much. I was looking for the fast shots um, for the most part. And then I knew the fast shots was gonna set up the hard shots. So I hit him with the quick one too, and he he buzzed. And then I saw I saw after that he rocked a little. He was dazed. He was still on the feet because you know he was in shape and you know his body is strong. So he was still in shape and stuff like that. But 
Um, after that, I saw I saw the opening, then I just I took it, bro. I was like a shark in the water. I saw the blood, and that was it. I mean, nobody's done that to Cepeda. Nobody stops Cepeda. He might have a, a stoppage, uh, two knockout losses on his record, but the Teddy Flanagan one was he dislocated his shoulder. Um, and we've seen him knocked mm. down by uh, the the Baranchik fight. Not the Baranchik fight. It was the was it the Baranchik fight? Yeah, Baranchik. No, he, yeah, got, Baranchik, he got dropped yeah, by Baranchik. Yeah, I mean, we, we've seen him drop before. And we've seen how tough he is, and he got back up. But nobody has stopped Cepeda. Now, what have you done? What have you sent a statement to this 140-pound division that you're the top dog? I mean, Josh Taylor, um, people might argue it's still Josh because he's held all the belts and he's got his rematch right. with Jack Carroll coming up. But what kind of statement have you made? I feel like I feel like I made a big statement, bro. This dude was a killer. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I said it, I said it going to the fight. I was like, man, Zapata is a killer, bro. You know, he's he's known, he's a tough warrior, he's known for getting up. Um, you know, he had crazy knockouts, so um, yeah, bro. I just I knew I wanted to go out there and make a statement. I felt like I did. I felt like you know it, it could be arguments, but for the most part, a lot of people saying that I am the best at 140, and I felt like this a long time ago. I always felt like I was the best at 140, even despite you know, despite my loss to Josh Taylor, I still feel like I'm the best at 140, and it's just a step closer, you know, to to you know proving it again. Rangers, you spoke about his promoter and being in his hometown in LA and everything was against you. Now, everything was against you. I seen your post about the check that you tried to cash. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. I want to ask the question Did you get your money? I got it. I got my money. I got my money. I, I got, I did get my money. That, thankfully, I got my money and stuff like that. The promoters, they came through. But, you know, I at first I was a little frustrated, bro. I didn't, I didn't get it at first. So I was like, you know, what's going on, bro? Like, how am I not paid? You know, I fought. I did everything I had to do. You know, so you know, on my end. So it's time to get y'all's. But um, they handled it. They handled everything. They got my money. They said it was a bank problem. Whatever. I don't know the story. It's a he say, she say. But at the end of the day, I did get my money. Good. That that's the main thing. Cause uh, like I say, you put your life on the line to entertain us. So man, that's that's good to hear. Now, last week, Teofimo Lopez fought. I know there's been a little bit of back and forth between you two. Um. He he won the WBC final eliminator for your belt. You're the champion. Now, right. your thoughts on his fight with Sandor Martin first, and then I'll ask you about that fight with you and Timo. What did you think of his fight last week? I didn't watch it. Honestly, yeah. I didn't watch it. I, I went on Twitter and I saw, you know, I saw highlights and stuff like that, but I didn't watch it. I went to, I was actually in, in Omaha for Crawford's fight. Yeah. Yeah, I went, I went to watch this fight, you know, so, but I, I didn't watch him. Um, I heard, from what I heard, from what I read on Twitter, they said he really lost the fight. Um, they said it was a close fight. He got dropped twice, but they gave him once. They said it was um one time, but I didn't watch the fight, man. Um, I but I just heard that he really lost to Sandor Martin. What happens then if you fight Teal? I think I heard him. I really think I heard him. Like I and and listen, I, I mean, you know, the whole hospital thing. I I I know people was getting on me about the hospital thing, telling them I'll put them in the hospital and stuff. What I mean is, listen, I don't want to hurt nobody chronically, bro. I don't want I don't want to hurt nobody for, you know. But I do like to what they have, you know, like health problems, you know, for for a long time. I don't want that, bro. But when I fight people, I, I am I'm going to try to hurt them, and I do feel like I feel like if we fight, I will. I feel like I will really, I will really damage them. Like I real, I will hurt them. Like you know, it's. I think you know he was good at 135 and stuff, and you know he got speed and he's fast and stuff. But I feel like at this weight, bro, it's killers, and you know it's people. That 
not just box, but they it's like these these forty pounders. You know, it's a lot of them right now. They not they not just box. They real they real real killers in the ring. Even beside myself, so I really feel like I really feel like I'll hurt them. Like not just I feel like I won't just I won't beat them. I'll beat them up. That's what I feel. I feel like I just beat them up bad. I mean, wait, I mean, just yes, like I said, with a number of interviews, and it's always been hard for you. It seems like. You're always the fighter that nobody wants to fight or nobody wants to call out or nobody wants any business with. Right. You've got that title exactly. now. You've got that, you've got that little carrot. You've got a piece of the puzzle. You've got that WBC belt. Right. Is that going to help you now to get these fights that you want? Maybe even the, if Josh sticks around at 140, oh. Jack Carroll's, Ramirez, the Sandor Martin, the Teofimo Lopez, if Devin Haney moves up. I mean, there's massive fights right. still out there for you. Do you have that piece of the puzzle now to get everyone on your side to come to you? Yes, I think so. I think so for sure. You know, um, so the next fight is supposed to be Ramirez. That's somebody I've been wanting to fight for five years. He been running me, he been running from me for five years, bro. We got they got interviews online. It was like, oh, what about Regis Program? He was like, Oh, I don't don't ask me about that right now. Now he wants to fight me. So it's like, all right, that's the fight I've been wanting for a long time. So perfect. That's supposed that's actually the fight that's supposed to be next. Okay, good. Let's do that next. Um, but as far as like all the big fights, bro, I feel like, yeah, they're gonna come. They definitely should come now. I mean, it wouldn't like I wouldn't know why they wouldn't have come. I have the belt, you know, that's something people want, right? They want the belt. So um, yeah, bro, I feel like I feel like the, the big fights, they gonna they gonna really start happening now. What about unifying? Does that, I mean there's a lot of there's a lot of emphasis now in boxing becoming undisputed. We've just seen Anui do it just then. We've seen Josh Taylor. We've seen Canelo do it. We've seen Charlo do it. Do you want to do it? I don't know. Um, it depends. I mean, for me, I want the big fights, bro. I, I, I mean, maybe, but sometimes like politics get in the way of all that stuff, you know, and it take a long time. So uh, right now, I say yes. Right now, I will say, yeah, I want, I'll, I'll try to, you know, I'll try to get all the belts right now. But, you know, maybe I'll move up to 47. It depends, bro. It really depends on what's going on. It depends on the landscape. But um, I think right now, I do, I, I would want to go ahead and grab another belt or two. Um, if it's, especially if it's out there, if it's available, I'll definitely go ahead and, you know, go ahead and grab another belt or two. So, um. We'll see, bro. It's just like in boxing, bro. You just don't know the landscape. You don't know what's gonna happen. You don't know who's gonna come up. You don't. I mean, you just don't know. So we'll just see, bro. Cause me, listen. Um, I tell people always, bro. Like I, I always, I came up, bro. I never, I never cared about being famous, bro. I always want to be rich. I never cared about being famous. So me, listen. It's, I, I, you know, it's the money fights, bro. I want the big fights. I want the money fights. So that's, you know, that's kind of my. You know, that's kind of what I'll, you know, what I'll chase. Well, we just, I'm not rich yet. I still want to be rich. So I'm chasing that till I die. So <laughs> that. Listen, well, at least you got, at least you famous, right? Well, no, I'm not famous as you. You're a little famous. You're a little famous. At least you're a little famous. You're a little, you know, you got, you got a little fame to you. Well, I appreciate that, Regis. Listen, brother, good fight. Congratulations on the win. Congratulations on become a two-time world champion. And let's hope 2023 we can see you in them big fights again. I mean, the Jose Ramirez fight to me again Nothing but war, cuts, bruises, and knockdowns. That's what I love. So fingers crossed for you, brother. Right. Thank you, brother. Thank you. Until next time, we just stay safe. I'll speak to you soon. All right, babe, bro. Thank you, bro. Sports Social Podcast Network. Step into the world of power, loyalty 
and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus.